The very active PSA Retired Associates Group consists of former public servants who are keen to stay abreast of information concerning their stage in life. Held bi-monthly, the Retired Associates discuss a range of issues at their meetings, including superannuation, health, lifestyle and other issues. On the podcast today is Carmel McKeo, a former senior public servant who returned to the PSA to assist retired members with their transition into post-work life. She reflects on a life of service and the benefits of union membership. Carmel, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us when did you become a public servant? I joined the public service in February 1985. In that time, when did you decide to join the Public Service Association? When I was filling out all the forms that one does when they're starting employment and the uh, forms to join the PSA were with that batch of information. So I joined from the start. In your time as a public servant, has the need to be protected at work always been at the forefront of your mind? Well, yes. Um, I, I count my blessings that when I was at university, I got to know um, a very well my very good friend who had very strong union parents. So um, that really exposed me to the benefits of unionism. So I had no hesitation about uh, um, joining the PSA, and. Um, you know, you, you'd kind of see things and there'd be campaigns. Um, but one thing personally that comes to mind is that um, probably in about 2012, there was a significant restructure uh, in the Ministry of Health and uh, my position was affected by that. And the the branch head who didn't carry out the consultation process properly so uh, I raised that with um, a union organiser from the PSA and, and immediately, as soon as the union raised that you're not doing the consultation process properly, that was changed. And in fact, it was significantly extended because they knew that they had mucked up. And while the result for me personally didn't change about being impacted by the restructure, it was done properly. And, you know, when... When you're making decisions that affect people's lives and careers, uh, income, uh, the the employer needs to do it properly. And I I saw that benefit happening with um, the union being involved. And it wouldn't have if the PSA wasn't there. Imagine how restructures would be done. Can you tell our listeners about the examples of the union stepping in to help members? Yes, um, I, I certainly saw people who had um, experienced bullying raising those issues with um, the PSA and getting very useful advice about how to deal with the situation. Sometimes not always the problem being solved in, in how you might want it to, but very useful advice being given to people to... Um, about what they should do, what what services were available, that sort of thing. Above all, it, it's uh, I should say one of the other benefits I, I we all experienced is that there was a time uh, under when Labor was in office, um, and uh, there were I think we got sixteen percent pay rise over four years, very significant pay rise. Obviously, that's not happening now, but that w- that was a very discernible benefit um, of the union. And one of the uh, things that 
if you're a member and you go along to your meetings and you know who your delegates, delegate is and uh, you know who else is in the union, you immediately have a group of people in the workplace that you share the same values with. And that, that is just so enormously beneficial, I think. Um, and, and that's um, a benefit that, that's there for everyone that uh, chooses to belong to a union. Carmel, you're the Secretary of Retired Members Association. Why do we encourage former public servants to join? For a range of reasons. So one of the most important reasons is for your own... Uh, it, again, it's a, an organisation where um, you've got people with the same values as you because we, we all belong to the PSA for an extended period of time. So therefore, we all believe in uh, fair wages and decent working conditions for people in the public sector. And um, you don't suddenly stop caring about those things because you're retired. And uh, we are actually users of government services. So we want to know that the people providing services to us are being properly paid and have good working conditions. So it doesn't stop being important. Uh, it, it's just that you're looking at the issues in a, a slightly different way. Um, we're available to help with PSA campaigns and um, a number of us have made commitments to assist in the campaigning in the upcoming state election because we're pretty keen to see a change of government as the PSA is. We've also, uh, m most of the members, not all of them, but most have children and grandchildren and can see how things are changing, like insecure work, the wage cap, the difficulties with housing, actually being able to afford a house. Um, so they're all issues of concern that we uh, can lobby about as retired associates. The other reason that I would encourage people to think about joining the retired associates is um, that all the evidence shows that it's really important to maintain existing connections or build new ones. And um, the isolation is really not a good thing for you. And we've seen that through the pandemic. And, you know, some people, sometimes they retire, they don't have any plans, they perhaps don't have a family, and they sometimes develop mental health issues. So we really emphasise the importance of the, the connection with, of people with, um, that are like-minded and share the values of unionism. Becoming a public servant in the early 1980s compared to today, how has the public service changed? In numerous ways that are not particularly for the best. So uh, I can, a number of things like there's a just not uh, there's been a loss of the security of employment. So um, you've got so many people now in insecure work. Contracts, uh, work that should be being done by public servants is outsourced to consultants that give the government the answer that they want to hear. Um, there's not a valuing of the expertise of the public service, uh, otherwise you wouldn't be getting all these consultants in and, and you'd be using the expertise within. And if the public service was actually more valued, you wouldn't have done all these cuts to staffing and that we've seen over the last decade or so. Mm. And one of the great things about the public service is that really good public servants provide ministers with frank and fearless advice. 
I think there's been a loss of that because of the changes that have happened in the sector and and the quality of advice being provided is not always the best advice. It's sometimes what ministers want to hear. And, And I've heard people say that in the old days, I'd be recommending to you know, the kids, um, nieces, nephews, my own kids, that to think about joining the public service as a career, I don't feel I could do that now. Uh, it breaks my heart to hear that because it should be a place of choice where um, you can do really good things for the community and, and have a good career yourself. It, that's what it should be, doing great things for the community and providing good policy advice to the government are harder things to do than they used to be. Is it still important to be a union member in the public service today? Without doubt it's important to be a union member, especially over the last decade if you haven't seen evidence of that. So you see unfair dismissals, restructures not done properly, people not getting allowances, people not getting their increments. Uh, So I haven't mentioned, but after I left the public service, after taking a redundancy, I came to work for the PSA. And one of the areas I worked in was was representing um, child protection workers uh, employed by the Department of Communities and Justice. So really hard, tough job. They're graded between grade three to seven. That's what a child protection worker is. Obviously, the nature of the work that you do, it does have mental health impacts on, on people and you'd see people experiencing vicarious trauma or, or other things and really not supported by the employer. An important group of workers. I think we see it in the union with the, uh, representing the school administrative and support staff who a number of whom are in insecure employment and and then we had the pay equity case um, very big achievement for the PSA so again the value there like um, there's if you look at what the PSA achieves over the course of a year even in these rather adversarial circumstances that we're in if the union wasn't there um, you know the dismissing people would be so much easier and retrenching people when you do big restructures all those sorts of things that the union steps in to make sure things are done properly to make sure if people are accused of misconduct that um, procedural fairness occurs and you know that the whatever they've been accused of actually is factual it's not not because somebody doesn't like them or, or something like that so achieving justice for workers wouldn't be happening if the union wasn't there. Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1800 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au.